I'm Alia Adenuga, and you're listening to Emotional Resilience for Dancers, a podcast designed to explore how mental health impacts dancers and their ability to thrive in an often very competitive and high-impact dance world. Topics discussed on this podcast will aim to support dancers by shedding light on these issues and will also offer support to studios and teachers by providing education and tools that can be used to help make safer dance spaces. It is the overall goal of this podcast to help studios and dance professionals establish business practices that are more trauma-informed and able to effectively support the mental health and emotional well-being of their students. Thanks for listening. Hello, dance fam. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Aliyah Anuga, and you are listening to the Emotional Resilience for Dancers podcast. Uh, this is the first episode, so I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about why I decided to create this platform, uh, more information about who I am and what I have in store for this platform. Uh, before we get started, I did want to point out and make it very clear to you all that None of the ideas, views, and opinions that I discuss here on this podcast have anything to do with any of the studios, dance businesses, or dancers that I'm working with or will work with or have worked with. Uh, All of the content on this podcast is reflective of my personal views uh, and is also pulled from my professional training. This podcast is not intended to replace any form of traditional therapy or any kind of mental health treatment. I'm just essentially here to share my thoughts Uh, and reflect on my personal experiences and also to lend my expertise to a community that means a great deal to me. All right, so now that we've gotten all that out of the way, uh, again, my name is Aliyah Adenuga. I am a licensed professional counselor and private practice owner here in in New Jersey where I work with individuals, couples, kids, families, just about anybody. Um, I am also a dance teacher. I teach at a studio here in South Jersey called Art Emotion Dance and Fitness where I love it. I teach uh, Afro-Latin dance in in that studio, but I also teach salsa and bachata as well. Uh, And that has been an amazing experience for me. I absolutely love being a dance teacher and helping students fall in love with dance and grow as dancers. Uh, And then additionally, I've created a platform where I'm able to merge the two of those things, right? Because I love being a professional counselor and I absolutely love being a dance teacher. And so what I've created is a a coaching business. And uh, through this business, I am... And essentially an emotional resilience and creative movement coach. And so I'm going to be merging the two of those things, my love for dance as well as my love for mental health. And this podcast is intended to be an extension of that platform that I've created. Right? So I hope I didn't confuse you guys. (laughs) Um, But I just wanted to be very clear about why I decided to create this podcast and what I hope to... um, bring about in this podcast, what kind of work I want to do. So why? So to give you guys a little bit of understanding of my why, my, I guess my deeper why. Um, so I, I come from a, a family where there was domestic violence in the military household. And essentially what that means is that I would uh, get into fights with my stepfather, who was a soldier. And I didn't really have any outlets or ways of coping with what I was experiencing at home. I just knew that I had to fight whenever he was in the mood to fight uh, and kind of move forward from that. And in a military environment, you're not really able to talk about what it is that you're feeling because essentially the soldier is the person that's providing the, the lifestyle that you guys have and the 
income that you have, we're completely dependent upon this person. And so to report any of this stuff that's going on essentially is to threaten the welfare um, and the stability, the financial stability and the way of life of your entire family. And that was a lot to have on my shoulders as a teenager, as a kid. Uh, And so I would just often deal with it. And I dealt with it a lot of times through anger, through isolation, through sadness, depression, and even self-destructive behaviors. Um, And, you know, even going through all of that, I never really lost sight of the desire to help people. I knew that I needed to have someone that was a safe person for me that I didn't necessarily have. And I knew I wanted to grow up to be able to do that for someone else. And so that was my drive to become a clinician. And as a dancer, uh, essentially, I'd always wanted to be a dancer. I started training as a very young child uh, where I took ballet, I took tap. I don't know if I took modern, but I know I was in ballet and tap for some time. Uh, And then that actually had to pause because of the military uh, household that I was living in or the marriage between my mother and my stepfather and, and him being in the army. Soon after that, we moved overseas, and so a lot of my training stopped. And um, what was so important to me, something that I had fallen in love with, I wasn't able to continue to do. So add to that the dynamic of leaving my family, my extended family, because I come from a big family. So leaving my family uh, that was here in New Jersey, moving to a foreign country, separating myself from something that I love to do, being in a culture where I didn't even understand the language that the people spoke. However, I still was able to play with them because people are people. But, um, you know, going through all of that was was difficult for me. And I had to do it often because I was a military kid. So we were moving like every three years. And then when you add to that uh, um, domestic violence, it just makes for a very complicated and very difficult uh, upbringing. And, and so that was what I survived. And, and don't get me wrong, there was also a lot of love within the family. There was love among myself with my siblings. I was thrilled to be an older sibling. Um, my mother and I were very close. And so there was all of that. But, you know, the, a big chunk of, of that dynamic was also the um, fighting between myself and my stepfather. And I'm calling it fighting, but it, Essentially, it wasn't fighting. He would just beat me up, and I would just kind of, you know, try to get him off of me as much as I could. So that was what my experiences were. And, and um, you know, and I don't laugh because it's funny, but it's just, I think I reflect on how far I've come, and it really kind of blows my mind. Um, because that was what made me want to be a therapist. That's what made me want to, or that's what made me, <laughs> my tongue is getting twisted, but that's what made me want to serve others and want to work to help people come back from difficult circumstances. Um, So as I was training in graduate school to become a clinician, there's always that talk of self-care. You know, you got to do self-care. You got to take care of yourself. You got to do the best that you can so that you can show up every day and support these people through very difficult situations. And so for me, you know, hearing that self-care word or hearing the term self-care thrown around so much, I'm like, well, you know, I can use this as an opportunity to go back to dance because that's what I really feel passionate about. You know, I want to help people, but my first love is dance. So let me get back to that and call it self-care. And I had no idea. (laughs) I had no idea. I had no idea that it would change my life in the way that it did and that I would find uh, healing and therapeutic value and just the movement 
of my body to music and the connecting with other people, people that I didn't even know, losing myself in social dances, throwing myself into uh, building choreographies and proams and team performances and all of that stuff. I found it to be very healing. Uh, it helped, you know, it helped me kind of deal with a lot of the, the deep-seated wounds that I wasn't able to intellectualize through therapy, if that makes sense. I wasn't able to put words on these things. Uh, I wasn't able to really come to terms and, and explore those things, but I was able to kind of heal those wounds through uh, creating a different relationship with my body and allowing myself closeness to other people that maybe I had pushed away before because I learned, you know, I got to protect myself. And so dance has always been very, very healing for me uh, in a sense that, you know, yeah, it started out as my self-care, but it grew to be something so much bigger. And so my personal experience and my personal testimony to that is what drives me to want to create a platform that merges the two of those things together, right? Because I talked to you guys about growing up in a domestically violent, or domestically violent household, but I also have experiences of sexual assault. And so when you take that into account, I really wasn't trying to be near nobody. I wasn't trying to have nobody touch me. I wasn't trying to... Um, Really, if I'm honest with you, I kind of separated myself from the rest of my body and kind of existed in my head. I became very cerebral. I became very focused on my studies and schooling. Uh, and so I neglected my body. I wasn't eating properly. I wasn't working out the way that I should have. I wasn't um, kind to myself at all. And the first time that I was able to reintroduce that kindness and to allow myself to reconnect with my body was through dance, was through my return to dance. And, and, my allowing someone to be in my space and trusting somebody to lead me uh, through something that was very scary, uh, but being vulnerable in that way, it was immensely healing for me. And so I believe in the power of dance healing, movement healing, music healing. It, it is phenomenal, and I want to do further work in that. So um, that is my deeper why of of what's motivating me to create this platform because I believe in that and I want to further uh, promote that. I want to explore that. I want to provide that as a space for other people to come and learn um, ways that they can continue in their own personal healing journey through the use of dance and music and creativity, right? Um, so essentially what I have learned as a student uh if you also add to that the dynamic of being a performer, because there's so many different levels to it, right? Like, okay, I'm training as a dancer. I'm learning how to do these moves. Okay, I'm learning to let somebody lead me. I'm learning to do social dances. I'm learning to fight off the anxiety that I feel when I'm in a social place, <laughs> right? I'm learning all those things. But then to take it a step further, I say, okay, I want to start performing now, <laughs> That is terrifying. You know, that was terrifying for me. And I don't know if any of you remember it, but my very first program that I did with Darlene Garcia, I was very emotional. I was fighting tears. But what I did as I was performing that routine is I allowed that to show. I allowed the audience to see 
uh, how emotional I was feeling and how much that moment meant to me. And because I was able to be raw in that way, I was able to lose myself in what I was doing. And my audience was able to connect to me and what I was feeling on a very human level. And it was a magnificent moment in my life. And it really changed um, what dance meant to me. It, it took it a step further because it's like, here I can take what I've experienced and the fears that I have and even all of the self-doubts and all of the ugly things on top of all of the beautiful things that have gotten me to this moment. And I can pour all of those things into this art that I'm creating and I can touch people with that. So it just like took it to a whole new level for me, right? And then as I move forward, I then become a, a, a dance um, a competitor. So that's facing all of those fears, all of those doubts, and even like, who am I to be here competing in this space, right? So having to explore that and grapple with that and grapple with the the uh, self-sabotage that started to poke its ugly head up and, you know, learning how to navigate that was another thing. And then becoming a dance teacher, who am I to teach people? Right. So I'm consistently having to reflect on these things and challenge myself and do things that scare the shit out of me and, um, you know, push myself to believe in my capabilities and my my uh, ability to be the best version of myself as possible. Even if it doesn't feel like it right now, I know that I can get there. Dance has taught me all of that through all of these levels that I've kind of worked through in dance, all these experiences that I've had. They've given me those lessons. And so that is what drives me to create this platform, to create something that can help educate dance teachers and help educate dancers, students, casual dancers, whatever, on how to take care of themselves in a way that promotes continued healing through dance. I think to take it even a step further, um, as a dance teacher, I've had my experiences with individuals who come into my class and I can see that maybe there's something going on with them. I've had um, dancers come in my class with with um, fresh self-injury wounds on their arms. I've seen it. Uh, you know, I've seen, I've had uh, students come up to me after class and share very personal things with me that are going on in their lives and, and you know... Um, just kind of see me as a safe person to talk about that stuff to. Um, I know for me personally, doing my pro-ams with um, Darlin and just all of that stuff that comes up for me and the stuff that I've had to talk to him about, body issue stuff, you know, um, self-esteem stuff, all of this stuff that really comes up for people when they dance. I think that we can all improve how we can make it a safe space for people to have those experiences as they explore dance and as they reconnect to themselves. Uh, and so I think that it would also be beneficial for dance coaches, dance teachers, dance studios to become more mindful and to become more trauma-focused, or maybe not even trauma-focused, but certainly trauma-sensitive, uh, and to understanding that, yeah, these are dancers that are coming in here, but first they're people, and people have experiences in life that are difficult, that are beautiful, that are scary, that are challenging, you know, setbacks and all of these things. Everybody brings that with them when they walk in the door, and sometimes those things show up. And we as coaches, we as teachers, we as studio owners or whatever, well, I'm not a studio owner, but you know, we as dance professionals, I think can even um, further deepen the work that we do with these individuals if we're prepared to support them when those things come up. And so that is an additional uh, motivator to why I'm creating this platform, because I want to first and foremost teach dancers uh, ways that they can become even more emotionally resilient as they explore who they are as artists and creatives and um, 
movement specialists. <laughs> but additionally, I want to also provide support and resources to studio owners and to dance professionals who are working with these individuals. And sometimes, I'm sure, often do see some of this stuff come up for them. I want to be able to give you the language that you need. I want to be able to give you the resources and the understanding so that when it happens, you know what it is that you have in front of you and you know how to deal with it. Um, so I don't want to go off on a tangent because I tend to go off on tangent. I'm going to try not to do that for y'all because, you know, <laughs> I don't want to bore anyone. Um, but essentially, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do with this platform. And I believe that in doing this work, it's going to uh, help individuals become better, help dancers become better, help studios become better and professionals become better, thus making the art better. Uh, and so I believe that this is a contribution that I can make to not only the dance community, not only the Latin dance community, but to art, to dance and movement art as a whole. And so I'm very, very passionate about it. I'm really, really excited about what's to come. And I'm so, so happy that you guys took some time out of your day to sit with me and listen uh, to what I have to say. And I, I encourage you to continue to come back and check on me because I got a lot of good stuff coming up. I want to be able to do some interviews. I'm going to uh, be coming on here giving, of course, personal experiences, uh, going to be giving all kinds of resources and, um, you know, just all of that good stuff. It's going to be a lot of really good stuff. Um, so stay tuned. I love you all. I'm so excited about this new journey. And yeah, I'll talk to you soon. All right, dance fam. Bye-bye. <laughs>